it's funny because IRL, like I'm not like a super loud person, but put me in front of a microphone and I'm like full fucking volume. Full uh, Randy Savage. Yeah. <laughs> My command and presence can sell Slim Jims. Nothing means nothing. We got too much energy on to record here. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> we got beasts to talk about. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. We got maximals to maximize. Brother. We got maximals to maximize. <laughs> and predicons to predicons. Too much energy. Too much energy. Like this podcast. <laughs> the beasts are here, McLeod. For the gathering. Freedom is the right of all sentient beings, Megatron. But they better stay out of my way. Blah, 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 blah. Beast Wars once and for all. Big time Gary himself. Man, these things look like toys. <laughs> Maximal! Maximal! Does that mean transform? Gator, what have you done? I am transformed. Sigma <laughs> balls, Gary! <laughs> listeners to another episode of too much energon the show where your favorite transformo bots uh talk about beast wars shit and try not to talk too much shit about beast wars i am one of your hosts neo cal and i'm the other guy christopher siege siege yes pme 112 is upon us yep episode 112 of the podcast our first podcast that we started and uh the well it's still going (laughs) as of now since we're recording quintessential beast wars podcast quintessonian you might even say (laughs) the quintessonian podcast of beast wars guilty or innocent i think we're pretty guilty uh well if we're definitely (laughs) well that means we're not being thrown into a sharktacon pit then oh that's right because yeah it was the innocent verdict that got people executed yeah uh, what did we don't know what the the guilty verdict yeah no we never saw that in the movie yeah i i I think see that in any of the follow-up like any other media the like the quintesson judges um I mean, we saw a Quintesson in War for Cybertron. But they didn't get to the... Yeah, they didn't didn't do that. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I I know the Quintessons appeared in uh, the later seasons of the Transformers G1 cartoon, but... Legitimate journalism. What happens when you are judged (laughs) guilty? (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Um... Before we get into talking about the uh, uh, the Beast Wars stuff, uh, I got another beast that I want to talk about. Uh, I suffered a loss last week. Uh, the day after recording uh, the last episode, uh, uh, 111 of Too Much Energy on, uh, I found out from my former partner that our, our cat Briggs uh, was terminally ill and he was put down the following day. Um, I 
he was my partner's cat originally uh like my former partner had had him since he was a kitten i believe and he was about 16 when he passed away but i i had known him at that point for nine years and lived with him for seven so right. he meant a lot to me and um well his uh and it, it, it means a lot to me too that my former partner reached out to me to like keep me uh updated on what was going on with him um uh i was having a really hard time with it last week mm-hmm. uh well like I think today is probably or yesterday was probably the first day like I could uh, avoid like I could look at a picture of him without uh, just bursting into tears. Yeah, it's uh cats are long livid enough to <laughs> make and I know I'm going to get a lot of like shit for this for like talking about it or whatever, but like, I don't know, man, I've t- we've talked about the Predacon base before. And like having a pet spider or like a hamster, right? Eh, it ain't really the same. And it's like hamsters live like two to four years or whatever. And I'm like sad or whatever, but I don't know. Cats, cats, cats have like a bond and a personality and they, they and really do. And like, right? I've heard people try and say that like, oh, uh, it, it it's just you imprinting like what your own personality onto them. And I'm like, really, That's you've not... heard people say that? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's not fucking true. Like, no two cats are the same. I, I've i had many cats throughout my, like, childhood, and I've been on a farm, and I've had loss and litters that I've had to be like, well, I guess we have five more cats now, right? And um, my best example of that, real quick before you, you continue, um, is uh, an orange and a black cat from the same litter, same mom. Mm-hmm. Uh and they could not be two different cats. Uh, one slowly became like an outside cat, uh, didn't like being touched, didn't like being picked up, would like act feral, like jump up on the counter and like try to get your dinner, like grab the food, <laughs> like a, a steak in its mouth and like fight you for it. Manuel, right? Just like his brother, the orange cat, you could put on your shoulder, hang out with them, pick them up, would never claw you. He'd be he liked people. And the black cat, he just Felix. Um, he just stopped coming home. Stopped coming home. And then every okay, I guess he just just he's decided to be wild. Mm-hmm. And every like week or so, I would just like look at the the orange cat staring outside at his brother. And Felix would just be like outside, like looming, <laughs> staring hatefully. <laughs> like viciously and i'm like fuck i don't like that cat (laughs) my sister was the only one that could even like touch him after not seeing him for a week i was like okay a coyote an eagle or something like got him or whatever there was like a flash of movement when i was coming home from school and like feathers and like screeching and like growling and this black cat i had a feeling this is where the story was going at a seagull uh, it was a port town so tons of seagulls everywhere and killed it seagulls are not small no they are not fucking small and it a cat a fucking house cat dove out like (laughs) special operative ravage (laughs) 
right? And I, I'll never forget the look as it like it, it killed it somehow. I didn't think it had the torque, the house cat. It turned with this huge bird, its neck in its mouth, and looked at me with such hate and disdain, like you're next, and then dragged it into the bushes. And that was the last time I ever saw that cat. So if people say cats don't have personalities, that that is so far from the truth. If anything, their personalities are way different than than humans. Oh, like yeah, he just yeah. decided to to live as a predacon. That <laughs> cat. I don't get it. Warm house, free food, versus living out in the fucking woods and like hunting. I he made that choice, so. I just imagine like him like leaping into the air after a bird being like Decepticons forever. <laughs> and me in this small town, North Island, you can imagine my immediate instinct in the first couple seconds was it's a cougar or a wolf or a coyote or like some right something right. But but no, just a big fucking house cat. Killing a bird bigger than it. <laughs> Amazing. So yes, it, cats have personalities. And uh, Briggs definitely had a personality. He was, especially in his later days, he he kind of had that old old that cat old cat man energy where it's like <laughs> cat he, man. <laughs> he's the cat man, um, where he loved people, but absolutely fucking hated like every other type of animal <laughs> yeah yeah it's a very like older like cat thing they love people but hate other cats hate other animals just have no time for them uh, my partner had just recently told me this and i think it applies to cats too that dogs are one if one of the few if the only animal that likes people more than than its own species Oh, and I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, well, yeah, have you seen dogs with other dogs? Dogs hate other dogs. They do, yeah. Um, as soon as they see another dog, they start fucking aggressively barking at them. And I, and I, of course, there's some some exceptions, but for the most part, you never know. But I, I feel like cats are different. Some cats, they like other cats. They want to hang out with other cats. Other cats, oh, man. It's standoff time. It's literally like the Highlander. If you've ever seen two cats like stare each other off, and they don't actually make contact. You know, I used to have a, a book when I was a kid that was uh, just about cat behavior. And... It's my Cheetor impression, folks. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh. I I used to have this uh this book about cat behavior when I was a kid because I, I I've always liked cats I've liked cats since as far back as I can remember I've been a always been a cat person oh yeah never been a dog person um I've I've grown to like dogs even less as I've gotten older <laughs> and like cats even more uh but yeah so I had this book and what it said was that cats actually meow to try and communicate with us. When they're communicating yeah, with I've each other, they, they make like a series of like kind of chirps and like, yeah, they kind of like go that and... like that like, weird little like yeah. sound. 
yeah that, that's them communicating with each other when they're actually meowing it's because they're trying to talk to us i've heard that yeah and i was like is that true and i was like how would we know and i guess people would know if they like filmed them or like yeah, a just webcam observe. or like whatever yeah just yeah. observe cat behavior yeah. which is interesting because they know we respond to meows and the reason why one of the things I read on the internet, maybe it had to do with this book, may, maybe this is common knowledge and I'm just new to it, um, is because they we respond to that, they meow when they're kittens to attract their mothers. And cats that are feral don't meow, they chitter. C cats that are wild and then brought in, they won't meow because they haven't continued meowing. Oh, that's an people. interesting point, yeah. And I wonder if that's connected now Probably. because if they Probably. didn't grow up with with people, then they wouldn't continue meowing. Yeah, I, I think that makes sense. That does. Yeah, I'd never actually thought of that. But yeah, that uh, that makes perfect sense. And because we respond to it and because we're viewed as an authority or a provider and because we respond to it, I bet you have nobody responded. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't respond to it, like they'd, they'd probably stop meowing, right? Maybe. I don't know. I'm not the person to test. I wouldn't ignore a cat if it was meowing at me. No, no nor would I. Um, nor we, we're not Predacons here. Yeah. I'm a. Uh, I, I, I've always had, like, I've always been able to bond to pretty much any cat as well, like, pretty pretty quickly. Like, even cats who historically or like what I've been told, like don't like people typically will even they'll be like cats who like really don't like people or don't like strangers. Like they'll be like standoffish with me at first, but they'll, they always eventually warm up to me. Mm -hmm. The so, cat aura. I'm kind of natural cat dad energy yeah. going on. <laughs> Big cat dad. Yeah. Energy. <laughs> Pygatron <laughs> energy. Yeah. Uh, yeah yeah big cat <laughs> yeah um yeah wow, 16. So, uh as silly as it's probably gonna sound like the thing that actually like kind of got me on the uh the the way to like actually processing his passing was i straight up just started thinking about it as like uh he was a maximal who left who spark left planet energon and rejoined the matrix and yeah as silly as that sounds like me actually like getting that thought into my head helped me start to process properly process his passing so um rest in peace briggs till all are yeah. one till all are one and if uh the transformers verse um is to be believed and space and time act differently in regards to the matrix and every transformer is a mix of different other transformer sparks yeah that was that was a uh <laughs> a fan theory that i came up with yeah 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 that that's a um uh a tme siege theory folks and that also explains why some are so similar to others yeah yeah that uh that that's a great explanation for uh redecos <laughs> <laughs> why there are like, we're sticking to it. <laughs> why there are twenty thousand seekers that are all just Starscream but different colors. 
That's because Starscream did not go peacefully into that. That's because Starscream fucks. That's because Starscream fucks. Uh, anyway, speaking of Starscream fucking, this is episode 112 of Too Much Energon. And this week, we got a we got an old twofer here. Oh, yeah. It's a twofer. And part of the reason it's a twofer is because what we're talking about are so goddamn short. Like, actually, even shorter than I remember. So the first thing we're going to be... We're, we're still on comics, people. Uh, the first thing we're going to be talking about is the uh, Optimus Primal versus Megatron with an exclamation mark, pack-in comic that came with the Bat Optimus Primal and Big Old Crocodile Megatron 2-pack from 1996. And uh, I'm told we actually have one of these here in the studio right now. In the studio, live. Live, in living color. There it is. You know what? I'm going to turn my uh, my my background <laughs> off for a second because it's just like the green screen effect is just glitching this out. And I want people to see it. Yes. Beast Wars. Guerre Betis. <laughs> yeah. I, I, we live in Canada, people. Uh, uh, packaging is always bilingual. Yeah. Yeah, and there it is still in the plastic. Uh, I love how simple the uh, the bat and the big old crocodile are yeah uh, these are more, basic class toys but more interesting is that little uh the little pamphlet there the little beast wars yeah there's a a little uh pack-in comic mm-hmm. optimus primal trademark versus megatron exclamation mark trademark <laughs> i love that <laughs> uh this was um <clears throat> uh yeah, so this is a this is a two pack from 1996. These are unopened. Uh, this was the first Beast Wars toy I ever bought back in 1996. Really? After first seeing the uh, after seeing the show for the first time, I immediately like went to Walmart and was like, "Oh my god, I need toys from this." Is that the OG one you've had, or have you rebought this one? Uh, I rebought well, this of one. I rebought. Play with them. Right, nineteen ninety six. You're not gonna yeah. not open that shit. Yeah, I was eleven. <clears throat> I was eleven, buying toys. I I had just seen the first episode of Beast Wars, and I was fucking hyped. And I'm like, I need toys of this because I right. liked I, I liked the G one trend. So how did you up. feel being like, well, wait a second, this is a crocodile, <laughs> and and a uh, and a bat. I was confused, but I didn't care. But you didn't like, care because oh, you were just like, hell yeah, Beast Wars. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I was eleven. I was like, I, I, I was on like a massive like Beast Wars rush like immediately. <laughs> and the way I saw it, it was like, it was like, oh, okay, I can pay like, what was it, fifteen bucks for, or no, it was like twelve bucks or something like that. <laughs> I can buy Cheetor here for twelve bucks, or I can spend twelve bucks and get two toys. Two and a mini for the comic. price of one yeah, yeah and exactly. a comic and a right. comic so for me it was like it was like just a matter of like uh maximizing my <laughs> maximizing <laughs> that was that wasn't intentional people maximizing for... the uh the dollar to 
entertainment output. <laughs> the 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 allowance to uh to joy factor basically. Yeah, allowance to joy. Every kid's uh it's like the thing is, yes, I could buy candy now, but if I don't buy candy for 2 weeks, I can get another Beast Wars toy. Yeah. Hmm. It's like I could I could buy a couple of dollars worth of 7-Eleven uh five cent candies which isn't even a thing anymore um or i could not buy those and then in a month's time i can buy like an entire box of chocolate (laughs) (laughs) and because life is like a box of chocolates life is like a box of chocolates um it seems like a good idea at the time but ultimately it's overpriced and you're left disappointed (laughs) (laughs) that that was actually a pretty good uh uh, existential statement right there you're welcome you're welcome um (laughs) yeah especially lately jesus christ um that would be a good cold open right there right (laughs) um what the fuck was i saying oh real talk um man there's nothing like it being like the 2020s and walking down whatever aisle at a grocery store and seeing like a pack of five cent candy, like randomly assorted, like five cent candy and like little packs yeah, for like six like bucks. $3 to six, <laughs> depending on the size of it. Like, and you're like, there's like 20 in here. There's 20 in here. And it's like five bucks. Fuck you. <laughs> when legitimately, right? Like that would be a buck when we were a kid. Right. Like five cent candies. Well, and to, uh, I, I was talking about the cost of Beast Wars toys. Um, and I, I'm sure I mentioned this on the show before, but like uh, they've been reissuing uh, be, like the OG, like 1996, like Beast Wars toys for the past like couple of years now. Slow, very slowly. Yeah. I have most of them. Um, <clears throat> so like uh, they reissued like Gorilla Optimus Primal and like T-Rex Megatron. They were ultra beasts. This was, mm-hmm. was what their leader class is what they would be called now, but they were called ultra beasts at the time. Uh, at the time they were $29.99 Canadian. And I remember this like very vividly in 1996, they were $29.99. Which is, was pretty fucking expensive for toys at the time. Yeah. My allowance was 15 bucks a month. So like I had to save up for that shit. Right? Um <laughs> or hope I got them for Christmas, which I got uh I actually got Gorilla Optimus Primal for Christmas that year. Hell yeah. <laughs> which was pretty rad. Um <clears throat> So, but yeah, so they were 29.99 in 1996. The reissues of these exact same figures the were... oh, they're exact reissues? Yeah, yeah, the they have new like the the paint scheme is a bit different i actually don't like the uh the the color scheme of the megatron reissue if i'm being honest um but otherwise the but but like the mold is the exact same okay Uh, they are 69.99 not for they're not reissuing these for kids oh no 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 they're they're, 99.99 yeah they're well and like what kid would want like a a 25 year old transformers mold from a show that was out before they were born yeah like maybe kids that were shown beast wars like you said you have a a young relative um 
that uh yeah yeah my my nephew yeah yeah that was totally into transformers and didn't matter if it was beast wars or g1 or like whatever it was still like you know like boy some boys like like spider-man anything yeah right? my um, <laughs> uh my, my or, sister, or robot uh, anything <laughs> my sister uh shout out to to you bonnie um uh yeah, she had uh, shown him uh, Beast Wars, and Hell yeah. uh, apparently he uh, really got into it. Big fan of Dinobot. Hell yeah! <laughs> I was like, I was like, well, that's a nephew of mine right there. <laughs> but yeah, seventy dollars. Yeah, yeah. What do you so, think? We're made out of money. <laughs> so from nineteen ninety six to like twenty twenty one, because it was for the twenty uh, fifth anniversary when they started reissuing these. Uh, from ninety six to twenty twenty one, it went from. The same figure went from $29.99 to $69.99. Cheers. And uh, wages have increased proportionately to that, I assume. Oh, uh, y yeah, definitely. <laughs> I think minimum wage in BC in 1996 was like $7.50, and now it's... $8.50? Or is it... Well, when I entered the workforce, which was in the beginning of 2002, minimum wage was $8.00. I remember it being like, so yeah, I, I think in the mid nineties, it was seven or seven fifty or something like that. But right, right. Who knows? I, I could Google it, but I don't care enough. And now uh, we're fighting for what? 15? I, I think it's like 1465 or something. I don't know. I make more than that at my job, yeah. but well, it's 1565 in our oh, province. Okay. I've uh I've kind Which of is not a livable wage where we are, folks. No, what I make right now is barely a livable wage. In fact, if I was still living in Victoria, it wouldn't be a minimum living wage. No. It it it's felt like a bit of a cosmic joke for me for a while where I started like in the grocery business like 12 years ago making like uh at minimum wage at the time was uh like 10.25, I think. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to stick with this and just get my wage increased. And eventually, you know, and, you know, like fast forward, like 12 years, I'm making more than double that. And it's like, oh, well, that's not even a li livable wage anymore. I'm like, huh, big gulps, huh? <laughs> well, see you later. <laughs> big gulps are how much now? <laughs> Shit. Uh that's one thing from my childhood that I ne that never stuck with me. Um, buying like cheap ass like sugar waters. I the closest thing to sugar water I do is like mixing coffee with an energy drink. Uh, once in a while, but and to be fair, I haven't done this in a few years now. Once in a while, me and my uh, former partner, whom I mentioned earlier, would uh, like go somewhere and get a Slurpee like during the summer. But it was like we would do it like once or twice. Well, you summer. do it. It's July 11th. <laughs> the free. Oh, that's free Slurpee Day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I never go to free Slurpee Day. I just I... I'm usually doing something else. It's not worth finding a 7-Eleven just to get the cold sugar water. 
<laughs> yeah, frozen Kool-Aid, like basically. Yeah, I haven't had one in like a decade. Yeah, I definitely at this point haven't had one in a few years now. Like maybe it was it was pre-COVID, definitely. Can't do it, man. My tummy can't take it. I have an old man's stomach now. I drink water too fast and I'm like, oh, 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 that really has a kick. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I'm not going to go too, too deep into this because this is kind of a gross subject. But like I, I've been I, I was noticing like as starting about a year ago that I was having digestive issues and I'm like, oh, what's wrong with me? What? wonder what's going on and I, I i went to the doctor and it basically amounted to you're getting old dude you gotta eat better <laughs> she and i'm like oh you mean i can't just like eat any whatever i want and still like be relatively healthy anymore right what kind of bullshit is this i know speaking of bullshit uh let's get into talking about these comics yeah. here yeah well, the so, first one, as you said, is uh, Optimus Primal versus TM versus Megatron TM. Yep. Uh, these are so short. We could honestly just do a table read of these. Oh yeah, let me uh, let me bring bring it up. Might as well. Yeah, <laughs> there, it, folks. It, this is literally this is two comics that we're talking about that literally amount to three pages total. <clears throat> so this is. Uh, there, there, there's not a lot here. And oh, I actually goodness. didn't realize this when I was like, "Hey, let's do this about uh, let's let's uh, what's let's the first these one here on uh, too much energy on? What's the first one here? <clears throat> what order are we doing these in? Uh, the Optimus Primal versus Megatron. All right, is that the one that's like the heroic Maximals have found their evil enemies? uh yes but that's actually page two just okay uh, i thought I, they were sent yeah Discord's, sometimes discord does that discord did that that wasn't a me thing that was definitely yeah, discord. I, I thought i thought so <laughs> presenting the original beast wars comic an extra packed in with the optimus primal versus megatron two pack and uh folks if you want to uh read these these are have actually been uh uh preserved and reprinted in the i think it was the 2020 yeah it came out last year 2022 i think uh best of the beasts trade paperback from uh, idw mm -hmm. best uh, which is of the beasts which is where i got these from and i was uh i was actually i was gonna buy cal i was gonna buy you a uh, copy of the trade paperback and just send it to you and then i'm like wait a minute this is three fucking pages i can just screenshot these <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes three pages all right who's reading who's reading what here uh do you want to be uh uh batty primal or uh megzy dial i'll be batty primal uh, the first bit is narration, so what are we... I'll, I'll do the narration. And then I'll cut in on as primal? Yeah. Okay, sweet. <laughs> All right, here we go, folks. A silent shadow rises, guiding above the darkened jungle floor. A bat, so massive, it threatens to eclipse the moon. Eyes of a stalker hunting its prey. The super swift cheetah springs, but food is not on this hunter's mind. Whose tusks? 
gleam in the night? The wild boar. One of one of the most feared of jungle predators. Optical sensors detecting thermal emissions and fusion activity. I think we've found it. Auto motion detectors tracking something outside the fusion building's perimeter. It appears to be a harmless earth creature. Guess again! <laughs> Guess again, Optimus! You may have located our genetics lab. Oh, 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 so while, uh, while Christopher's dying there, folks, um, there's a part that I laughed out loud, um, as the giant bat Optimus Primal is flying over this, um, kind of swamp area, um, he gets tail attacked by Megatron out of the water and he goes, what? <laughs> and the um the onomatopoeia is thwack 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 and i just think it's funny that the sound bite that we attached to beast machines was the ooh, uh? <laughs> ooh, and this he's he's doing the op max uh primal is doing the opposite he's going what uh? <laughs> you I may like have thing. located our genetics lab but you'll never survive to see its secrets inside Predacons, attack! <laughs> Our biogenetic morphing process has allowed us to create the perfect fusion of organic musculature and Transformers technology. Organic musculature. Right? <laughs> Weird. <laughs> musculature. <laughs> musculature. The heroic... The heroic Maximals have found their evil enemies, the Predacons. As have we. But my genetically altered Predacon robots were created with the DNA from Earth's most vicious life forms. And in the background, there's a fucking wasp. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you got it. Well, what? Presumably Waspinator, but he's like shooting lasers from his antennae. Which is also pretty badass. <clears throat> and I, I like in the background how they're mid transformation. So like Cheetor, Almost like a Razor centaur. Beast. Yeah, I think that's supposed to be Tarantulas. Tarantulas or maybe Scorp. Oh, you're right. Oh. Yeah, maybe yeah, that's Yeah, I, it's a Tarantula. Yeah, I, I recognize the designs on the um uh on his butt. because uh, I used to have the original I can Tarantulas see it now. toy. Razor yeah. Beast fighting Tarantulas. <laughs> Your Predacons are weakening, Megatron. Perhaps, but your Maximals will never make it into our lab. Behold! Wablam! <laughs> and a big explosion happens. You may have won this battle, but the Beast Wars have just begun. We'll be back in any form, at any time. So when you least expect it, expect the Predacons! The end. Dinner, dinner, dinner. <laughs> um, perfect. <laughs> Beast Wars. Du -du 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 -du. I really liked your uh, your um, crocodile Megatron. <laughs> voice oh, there. thanks. Yeah, I, 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 at first I thought of going with uh, just doing like Beast Wars Megatron, but I'm like, no, it's not the same character. So it's not. Um, so anybody, you, you can find this online like fairly easy. Um. God damn, are their designs actually fucking rad?
in this yeah, comic. They, they look cool. Uh, especially their faces. Like uh, like Primal has got like a like an OG, like G1 Optimus slash Batman thing going on. Right? Uh, yeah, like with I like, just the, the mouth plate. I like the art in this comic. The comic is very um uh it's very mid nineties in its style. Like uh like yeah. the way the coloring is done and like it's got kind of this like gritty look to it. I I love the the coloring. Yeah, yeah, it's and great. It, the the wording of of things too. It's just like oh, transformer technology, organic musculature. Um, <laughs> they're not really explaining anything. We'll we'll get to that in the next issue. The next issue is a fucking gem. But this is just <laughs> rad. Like that, I don't need to know any more about this. And presumably, what had happened here is they made the secret lab self destruct. I I think yeah. That, yeah. Or yeah. he shot it or like something. Oh, okay. I, I'm seeing it. How at the part where he says, perhaps, but your maximals will never make it into our lab. And he pushes a button on his wrist. Ah, uh, see that. Yeah. It was like yeah. a little red button. So presumably it's a self destruction. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he did the, uh, uh, will will he he did the whole like will destroy it uh, before you can get to it type thing. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> okay, okay. What great storytelling. Um, should we rate this one on its own and then rate the next one? Sure. What do you what do you uh, on? So uh, okay. So uh, explain the uh, the the too much energon scale to to people. Yeah. So uh, if you're new to this and uh, you're following along. Uh, we have three tier system of rating, uh, not enough energon, a sufficient amount of energon, and too much energon. It's basically bad, okay, good. Um, I'm going to give this too much energon. Why? Uh, man, it's only two pages. But like, sometimes less is more. And by God, some modern comics should take take notes from this. Right. <laughs> like I here we go. We got a bat, we got a cheetah, we got a warthog. He's scanning, sees a crocodile. Okay, well, whatever. Secret base. Boom, not today. Holy oh, transform. Right? If you're new to the show. They fight, he blows up the lab, and it immediately shows you how the <clears throat> maximals operate and how the predacons operate. That's it. That's all yeah. we need to know. Short and sweet. Yeah. How about how about you? What is uh, what is your too much energon rating? Uh, I'm gonna give it a low too much energon, just because I think it could have maybe done with another page or two. the the battle The battle is like kind of over before it even begins. But it does suffer from the what the heck can we illustrate in two <laughs> two pages? Yeah. Thing. It, it's hyper condensed and it could have used a little bit of uh decompression but otherwise it's it's short it's sweet it's fun it still gets uh too much energon from you yep nice and the art doesn't hurt doesn't hurt either yeah right. yeah and it's and 
like I said, it's it, it, it very much has like mid nineties like comic stylings, which I was reading comics at the time, so and then I when I was eleven, I had just seen Beast Wars for the first time. I went and bought this two pack of toys. I was super fucking hyped, and it came with a little comic. So right. it was like it, it was ticking like every box like imaginable for me. <laughs> well that's you you know, you bring up a interesting point because it it gives a voice to the figures that the the kid that just bought this now has. Yeah. Right? Like an internal like voice. So, okay, like this guy's like Batman or he's like the the hero and like this guy's an evil deceptive crocodile and you know, you it's building this even if you didn't watch the uh didn't watch uh Beasties on uh TV, this would get you interested in it for sure and then imagine having this toy first and then coming and watching the tv show and seeing megatron is a goddamn t-rex i don't know listeners i don't know if you were the same as me but like dinosaurs were the hypest fucking shit in the 90s oh absolutely yeah <laughs> right? as soon as jurassic park came out it was like Actually, even before uh, Jurassic Park, because, like, fucking, like, Cadillacs and Dinosaurs was on in, like, the late 80s, oh, or early 90s. I forgot about that. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, dinosaurs were the shit, man. I had those um, those little dino eggs, and you put them in water, and they, oh, like, I, melt, I and then, I like, grow. Those, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, the, uh, what was it, like, National Geographic for Kids or something? Or, like, the Scholastic, like, book club? Scholastic or... Book Fair. Yeah, yeah, Scholastic, yeah, yeah, where you would get, like, pieces each month of, like, glow-in-the-dark pieces to build, like, a T-Rex skeleton. T-Rex skeleton? Yeah, hell yeah, I had I had them all. I had I, I, the... I, I know we've definitely talked about this. We've talked now. about this, but it, it's relevant, damn it. Um, yeah. Everybody always had got the first one, because the first one was the T... Man, being kid in the late 90s and going over to a friend's house... They inevitably had that T-Rex skull somewhere because the first issue was just the skull. Yeah. Saw that thing fucking everywhere. Uh, same thing with people that had... I had the um, whole set. Like, I was me, able to build the whole thing. I as well, yeah. yeah. And um, same thing with, like, seeing the Garfield tail suction cup in the back of cars. Remember seeing that on, like, everyone's car? Like, the Garfield tail? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it was like his butt and like his hind legs and his tail. And it looked like he the the, the implication was that like he had been like slammed shut in the trunk or something and like his lower body was sticking out. Oh, I was thinking of just like the the, the tail suction cup. There's oh, just, okay. like, for some reason, I wonder if I could find it. Um, Garfield tail suction cup thing. And for some reason, everyone had this fun. or it was the full garfield i hear and the a suction train cups were on his paws i hear a train whistle uh maybe um maybe uh the crispy cream is uh uh <laughs> noise cancellation software people it might be canceling it out maybe but, uh, yeah choo choo uh but this yeah if you search like garfield like suction cup thing um everybody had that in the 90s i wonder if i could send it whatever um but you either recognize that or you or you didn't uh what else um cactus the cactus on the uh car antenna 
oh know, yeah kind yeah. of people had that just like one of those 90s things <clears throat> uh and same thing with like that that fucking skeleton that uh glow-in-the-dark t-rex skeleton was that like everybody's house well anybody that had kids what a what a time to be alive what a time to be alive uh but yeah as siege promised earlier in the episode this is a twofer it, we got us a twofer we got us a twofer folks and, and uh, uh the second one is different though it did not come in the pack uh siege where did uh <laughs> so what the, is this what what am i looking at here <laughs> the the second thing that we're talking about which is also part of the uh idw uh trade pa- recent idw trade paperback uh uh, best of the beasts uh this is the beast wars transformers video game advertising comic this is from the uk this is an extremely obscure thing I, boy oh boy is it now the reason why i wanted to talk about this is because <laughs> this is where the term planet energon comes from in this comic it refers to the planet that the maximals and predacons crash land onto as planet energon and for the longest time i remember reading this like just going down like a complete like wiki hole on uh, the tf wiki uh, a couple years back i remember coming across the term this page and coming across the term planet energon and thinking that was really funny and since then and immediately just started referring to earth as planet energon on the right it was you reading about this in the wiki yeah, but for the longest time, I couldn't even remember where I had act like what I had actually read that. I wondered like, where you had gotten it from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I for the longest time I couldn't even remember until a little while ago. I actually like kind of dug around and was like, "Oh, okay, there, there it is. It's from this like really fucking obscure comic." This originally appeared in a bunch of magazines in the UK. Uh, in uh april of 1998 this appeared in computer and this is per the tf wiki uh computer and video games number 198 uh games master number 68 pc zone number 63 and playstation plus number 32 hell yeah so it was in a bunch of video game uh magazines it, yeah because it is a uh advertisement for the 97 slash 98 uh beast wars video game that and you can tell very good because at the bottom it's like beast wars and it's got the play old playstation logo yeah beast wars transformers playstation only you can decide uh, and you can also tell this is from the UK because beneath the uh, PlayStation logo, it, it says PAL. PAL ah. versus uh, NTSC. Now, speaking of the, the, the Beast Wars video game, I also have it on good authority that we actually have one of those here in the studio oh. with us right now. Oh, shit. Live studio footage. Yeah. I'm going to turn off my, uh, my, my background again. Just because. Just and uh, here it is. This is actually the the PC version <laughs> of the game that we have here live in studio. Wow. There it is, folks. It's got the booklet and everything. Yep. It's a dinosaur eye. Yep, just like the um the the packaging for the toys of uh of the original wave of Beast Wars and you can see uh 
you can see Megatron himself. Oh shit! A reflection. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, that is some subtle shit. On both, yeah. Pretty wow. good. My mind is just kind of like blown. Like I, I just glossed over it and now, didn't so, realize. Now some things I'm gonna uh, point out about the booklet. Some things that have always really amused me. <laughs> uh, where is it? There's some hilarious misspellings in this booklet, from what I remember. Oh, don't uh, worry. We'll do a, another reading. <laughs> uh, yeah the the one you sent me felt like a like a like a fan edit almost. Hey, so uh, you're probably not going to be able to see this on webcam, but I'll try. Oh, oh there we go. Uh, look at how. Uh, Terrasaur is spelled. Terrasaur. Terrasaur. Oh. As if his name is Terra and he's soaring. Terra high above the sore. heavens. Not, <laughs> Not Terror Soar. Not Terror Soar, like an ouchie. Yeah. Or Terror. Or Terror, yeah. You know, when you're... You can really tell the love they put into that game. If not... <laughs> Because um, if Siege's uh, reports about the game are to be believed, and as the reputable uh, journalist that he that he is, um, I am holy boy, is it a hot fucking mess! And it's un it sounded unplayable. <laughs> uh yeah, I've never been able to make it past the first level just because I can't figure out what the fuck I'm supposed to do. And you also said it has r extremely limited, like, game design and that you can't do anything or fight when you're in beast mode? Uh, yeah, the, the, the point of beast mode in that game is basically to just, essentially to just limit, like, how long you have to be able to, like, fight enemies. Because then you got to go back to beast mode, like, when, when uh, your energon buildup is too high. And on Which paper, at least that like, sounds like a great idea. On paper, that sounds like a great idea, but like, there's nothing that you can do in beast mode. There's also nothing really to do in the game. Like, you just wander around like these like open, like barren areas. Which, to be fair, like that's Planet Energon in the show. <clears throat> I think you mean three fully detailed 3D terrains. Uh. I we knew... should do there there are as far as I know there are three Beast Wars games in existence. There is that one that this comic is an advertisement for. Mm -hmm. There's there's the uh Beast Wars Transmetals game that is uh your the subject of your background right now for yeah. audio listeners. Which uh you video uh people watching in uh, on the YouTubes uh kind of looks like a fighting game, huh? It is, yeah. It's like an isometric. I think it's like an isometric, like arena fighter in the vein of like. Um, oh, it's actually kind of like a three D fighting game. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Uh, in the vein of like, uh, 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 Soul Caliber. No, all I can the no, not like that. Um, Virtua Fighter. No, no, not not traditional like uh, fighters in that sense like arena fighters it's actually a genre 
uh, that was big in like the late 90s to not big but like there were a lot of them in the late 90s to early thousands the only one i can think of off the top of my head is heavy metal geo matrix and like fucking no one but me has ever played that game right uh there was a spawn one as well <clears throat> uh spawn the demon's hand i think it was called spawn the demon's hand okay i see so it's kind of more like you had said an isometric yeah it's an open 3d environment that you can run around in while you battle wwc wcw versus nwo <laughs> yeah not not like that yeah, but not a wrestling game. yeah not a, not a wrestling game yeah spawn okay yeah i'm seeing what you mean yeah yeah um I only know of or actually um listeners uh if you've ever played the PS1 uh Final Fantasy spin-off Airgeist uh that that's a good example of that as well Airgeist why does that sound familiar Airgeist God bless the ring Yeah it came out in 98 or 99 and it featured some Final Fantasy 7 characters like you could play as Cloud Tifa and Baron oh, I think the podcast <clears throat> um that i like guest starred on i think they freaking played that in oh, the, yeah. like episode one yeah <laughs> um dan from what the what the famicom podcast who has appeared on this show before he appeared on episode 50 friend of the show um he his podcast uh the name of each episode is like a pun, a video game related pun maybe usually. that's what i'm maybe that's what i'm thinking of and he i believe there was one episode called air Geist and dolls which okay. is funny dan's funny he's a clever some guy. other I, I, I like their show some <laughs> other podcast out there covered that and i and i remember being like what the fuck? why is why is cloud in this game i remember renting that on ps1 back really? in the late 90s yeah did you rent transmetals <laughs> uh no no i did not but i did rent the uh, the the first beast wars game so here's the thing with the beast wars transmetals game and this is such a bizarre of its time thing the playstation version was only released as a blockbuster exclusive as a rental so if someone owns a copy but the N64 version was released to mass retail so if someone owns a copy and they're extremely rare at this point worth like hundreds of dollars even though it's not a very good game from what i've heard um if you see someone who has a uh like a physical copy of the beast wars transmetals game for ps1 they bought it used at a blockbuster or someone did they would have had to point. have they, because... they would have had to have yeah it wasn't available any in we like, wait, wait. so say way. say this again the playstation copy was only available as a rent. rental from Blockbuster, exclusive from to Blockbuster. Blockbuster. Yeah. And as anyone who had worked or frequented a Blockbuster knows, is that when they're downsizing, when things become like less popular, they go in their kind of like used gaming bin at the time, which by the way, was always way less expensive than GameStop. Yeah, I guess I, I guess I should actually explain this 
to people uh, who may not be aware. Eventually, and all video stores did this, but uh, yeah. eventually, like when something would first come out, they would bring in a shitload of copies of a game or a movie or whatever. Uh, so to for people to rent because so that it's not out yeah so so that it's not out usually based on some sort of marketing higher ups knowing what like the supply to demand should be yeah yeah and like kind of just like estimating like based on popularity so it's like okay we're gonna bring in like you know a hundred dvd copies of avatar because like fucking everyone's gonna want to watch avatar when it first and half the blu-ray wall is yeah. gonna be <laughs> avatar actually yeah, yeah. half yeah and just so like everyone like so you can rent out like copies to like everyone who is possibly going to want to watch the movie but or uh play the video game but eventually uh they would start selling them off yeah um because like once rental started slowing down like you would start selling off those rental copies and after the re the retail um copies um slowed down like as well because you'd be able to buy it new yeah uh so yeah uh the the beast wars transmetals game was only released on playstation as a blockbuster rental exclusive and i had a playstation but the blockbuster in the town that I was living in at the time, and unfortunately I'm living in right now, uh, never got it. So I never got to play it. And I didn't have a uh, N64 growing up. I was an N64 kid. But I can assure you, I still never heard about this game. <laughs> uh, and there was also a, uh, a Jap... And I only found out about this a couple of years ago. There was a Japanese-exclusive uh, uh, Beast Wars uh, Game Boy Color fighting game featuring the Japanese Beast Wars cast. So, like, Lyle Convoy and, like, Apache and characters like that. No. Game Boy Color Beast Wars game? Yeah. I played it. I have uh, an emulated. I, I, when I first found out about it, I'm like, "Fuck, we got to talk about it on the podcast." But it's going to be so hard to find like a ROM of it. No, it wasn't. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was um, like, oh. and it's like a 2D simple fighting game. Yep. Oh shit! I'm looking at this now. This looks pretty slick. It's not bad for a like, for a like super 2D like 8 bit like Game Boy. I'm fighting looking game. at it. This it's is right. slick. Yeah. So yeah, oh, yeah. The cover uh, looks so cool. They're all like little chibi, like cartoon yeah. characters on the front. So we should do like a, a a trio of episodes where at some point where we uh, maybe after we're finished with the comics, where we uh, we talk about these video games. Yeah, like a video game Beast Wars review. Yeah. Oh, this Nintendo sixty four cover for Beast Wars Transmetals is it's fucking bad. bad. I know. <laughs> It, like and from so what I remember, it just looks like a screenshot of the game or something. It, like just a random match. I'm looking at it now. Ugh. Okay, I'm it, looking it up. It's fucking bad. It's um, just there it's not even a screenshot of the game. It's worse. It's just like the the TV show models in front of a black void, like positioned around the title. Oh fuck that Christ, that's bad. Oh <laughs> like the, the Sony, the PlayStation one at least has something going on. The 64 one is 
this is just a this is like a bad photoshop this is looks like something i would photoshop yeah like it's just the models taken with the backgrounds removed and like copy and paste it <laughs> together like it looks like rat traps shooting primal and, and what right, what's going right? on with gary there like his proportions are weird oh yeah that's not how he's Bill, it's like they changed his proportions to fit on the box art. <laughs> Am like, I wrong? It. No one will notice. And yeah, uh, that's not what the. F oh Christ, that that's bad. That's some that's humorously bad. Right. Uh, speaking huh. of humorously bad, uh, let's let's get How into this. Uh, dare you? <laughs> okay, so this what we're about to read uh, review is the booklet that came with the game correct no it's not the the booklet that came with the game oh it's sorry a, the advertisement it, it was an advertisement that appeared in a bunch of magazines it's definitely uh, a thing uh <laughs> uh so do you want to take the narration on this one i'll take the narration and i'll uh, voice predacon and you yeah. exactly yeah, yeah. <clears throat> beast wars transformers the Maximals and the Predacons are at war. After a major battle above Planet Energon, two badly damaged scout ships from opposing sides are forced to crash land. The Maximals crash in the jungle area of the planet. Six Transformers survive. I... I feel weak. My energy's draining. Oh, shit! Energon! That's all we need. FYI, Energon. Lethal to Transformers, as it drains their power. The local animals don't seem to be affected. I wonder. A Maximal scans the molecular structure of a cheetah. Do you mind? <laughs> and for the listeners, <laughs> Cheetor <laughs> walks over... To a cheetah literally feasting on a gazelle. Yep. Picks him up by the scruff of the neck like a fucking cat. By the way, he's much bigger than this cheetah. Yeah. The cheetah doesn't fight back at all. It's kind of just like a defeated cat. Green scanning lasers shoot out of Cheetor's eyes. It's not a special pod. It doesn't like scan for DNA. He literally just picks it up, scans it, <laughs> and there is a bubble coming out of the cheetah. The cheetah just, just thinks, do you mind? Do you mind? This is like, so... The, the writing of this is so British. Fuck, yeah. Like, that's such a British... As soon as you said right it there. was British, I was like, oh. <laughs> okay, I understand now. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the desert region, the Predacons have had the same idea. And it shows what looks to be a tarantulas holding... Uh, well, a tarantula. And with some... Predacons in the background and their ship obliterated. Uh, he's green eye laser scanning the tarantula. Together they transform beast wars. <laughs> and so creating Cheetor and Tarantulas, uh, insinuating that they're they're named after the animals they became. <laughs> yeah which we have we have made lots of jokes about yeah 
<laughs> and so Cheetor is about to like uh leap is starting to leap away and he says to like the two like nameless robots behind him, You stay and find more animals to transform into. I'm off to find those damned predacons. I like the verbiage there. You stay and find more animals to transform into or whatever. Like it's just like second nature to them. Whereas yeah. in the TV show, it's this big deal. Yeah. Like if uh the um the protoforms don't find a creature to scan in time that's compatible with them, they die. Also, I think it's funny that it's like uh FYI, Energon, lethal to Transformers as it drains their power. FYI. <laughs> Just so you know. But that oh, that's shit. also that's also not how Energon works. Like Energon powers them. It's just like there was literally It doesn't too, explain that. There, yeah. there was literally too much Energon on planet Energon. And he's like, oh shit, Energon, that's all we need. And then it contradicts itself by being like FYI. I think he Energon. was being sarcastic, like when someone is like, Oh fuck, that's all we need. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. That's all we need. Yeah. So it powers them, but simultaneously too much is a bad thing. Yeah, but the, so, co the comic just says it's lethal to Transformers as it drains their power. It's like, no, it's, well, no, not really. Cheetor Maximal. That's his name, by the way. His last name is Maximal. <laughs> Did you catch that? No. Cheetor Maximal races to find the... <laughs> Cheetor Maximal races to find the Predacons. Soon he nears their ship. Unseen... Tarantulus spots the approaching Cheetor. At last, revenge is mine! Revenge for what? <laughs> you just met. Uh, <laughs> I'll skin you alive as he transforms. And by the way, this Tarantulus, pretty much exactly the TV show. Tarantulus. Yeah. Um, I'll skin you alive, maximal scum. Prepare to die. As Transformers weapons only operate in robot mode, the official I, term. I, I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Tarantulas changes back and has only a short time to dispose of his enemy before the Energon takes effect. Doesn't explain Energon, but explains that they need to transform. Cheetor dodges the missiles. He was firing lasers, by the way, folks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cheetor dodges the missiles and transforms to use his awesome weapons against Tarantulas. His awesome weapons. I'm gonna pull your legs off one by one, then I'm gonna get really nasty. I think not, Furball! Beast Wars! <laughs> <laughs> Who will win between the Maximals and Predacons? Only, Only you, you can decide. Can decide Beast. forest fires. Beast Wars, Transformers on PlayStation. Ten transforming characters, three 3D terrains, 24 missions of mind-blowing combat, collectible figures available. Also available on PC CD-ROM. PlayStation is a trademark of Sony Computer Entertainment. There you go, folks. <laughs> there you go. Now, okay, so, yeah, okay, so... Here on <laughs> Too Much Energon, we okay, review we... blah, 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 <laughs> once and for all. Uh, what are you going to, Siege, what are you going to rate the Beast Wars Transformers PlayStation ad? Uh, I'm going to give it a, a, another Too Much Energon just because it's so dumb. 
Uh, I have I have to mimic that. Um, the art is like so rudimentary, but just the humor in this, like the art's bad, folks. Che- Cheetor, it is. Cheetor says, "Oh shit!" Right Cheetor away. says, "Oh shit!" in his first, like one of his first opening lines, and then he just pieces off and he's like, "You guys scan some more animals," just like casually. The the it's like uh, wait thirty seconds. The the yeah. axolon and the dark side don't look anything like they do in the show. And they're extremely small. Like it yeah. looks like they were just little shuttles. Also, it doesn't look like they're crashing. It just looks like they're like kind of hovering down and slowly landing. It looks like they crash landed, which means that they're operating gear. They didn't come in at the right speed. You can survive it, but yeah, it it, it it's not like it's depicted on the show where they come in hot and like slam in the ground and somehow are still fine. So I, I know I mentioned this before. That crash landing better. I, I know I mentioned this before, but uh, for, I don't know why. But like the image of like spaceships like crashing into orbit in movies and TV is re- like always really cool to me. I always yeah. like like crash land sequences of spaceships. It's iconic, and uh, just the humor in this. Oh shit! And he just like <laughs> picks up a cheetah like it's a a cat. And it, it doesn't fight back. It's just, <laughs> it's just dangling. I'm gonna make that my like Twitter profile picture or something. <laughs> like I don't know why. I just find that super, like humorous. Just Cheetor holding up like a fucking cat, scanning him with eye lasers is, is the best ever. I mean, the scanning thing like is actually, especially if you look at like the Michael Bay movies, like that. That's how they get their forms. Yeah, is they just do like a quick scan and then mimic it. And then, and then mimic it quickly, yeah. Like they have the ability, but the thing is, they seem locked into that afterwards. Yeah. And I always wondered why they can't just kind of like change it on the fly. It's one of those things they don't really talk about. But on Beast Wars, like the the I also, animated show, it makes sense because their whole structure is completely reformatted. I I also hate in those Michael Bay movies, and this is something they've stuck with, like even into Bumblebee, and it, like. Judging by the trailer for Rise of the Beasts, it looks like they're doing the same thing. How, like, the Transformers essentially, like, transform into, like, space probes and then crash land and then emerge as robots. It's like, put them on fucking giant spaceships. Like, why do they have to be, like, robot meteors? They're robot meteors? Yeah, yeah, in the live-action movies, yeah. And even in the the trailer for Rise of the Beasts, like you see, like presumably the Terracons, because you see three of them, but like three like robot meteors crashing into a city. Why? It, I don't know. They've done that since that that first Michael Bay Transformers movie. Wouldn't they just be robots, or wouldn't they be in the shape of like ships? Yeah, basically. Uh, and this is a term that I'm just coining. I don't know what the script refers to them as, but to me, they're just like robot meteors that crash. <laughs> just chunks of like metal shaped like a ball yeah pretty much yeah and then they crash and then like uh out emerges a robot it's like just put them on fucking spaceships like come on like put them on the ark and the nemesis if you're doing like g1 like come on come on like (laughs) and yes i get it they don't breathe they don't feel like temperature differences like humans do but just like put them on a ship yeah like they're they're community driven beings like they, oh. they have a planet. They, they just put them on ships. You don't need to be mysterious and alien with them. Also, it's like, does 
you know, Starscream have the amount of Energon required to fly all the way from Cybertron to Earth? Probably not. Does Waspinator have the energy and the Energon required to make the opposite trip? Yes. That, yes. <laughs> that was that was through the power of heart alone. That, that's right. <laughs> End him beating his wasp wings really fast. <laughs> uh, so I always so I have a theory about that. If he opened up and angled his wings towards the sun and used his wings like a solar uh, sail. Powered by tachyons. <laughs> and the, the tachyon, yeah, there we go. <laughs> Powered by tachyons. And then a Starscream spark goes up beside him, and it's like, you look like you could use a lift. And he's like, <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> and then he spent five million years uh, traveling through space and time. Hey man, this is canon. I'm not oh. going to make this stuff up. Pull over! Pull over! Er, Wasbinator going speed limit? <laughs> I'm only going 20% the speed of light. <laughs> uh, so, and, yeah, but to, to get back to the, uh, the magazine advertisement, uh, because it's so dumb and humorous, I have to give this too much energy on. Uh. Like, it's... What yep. more do you what more do you need? You got Cheetor saying shit. You got him like picking up a cheetah with one hand. You got and, him fighting Tarantulas. You got Tarantulas and, wanting revenge for some reason. And it coined the term Planet Energon, which yeah. has become a uh, a staple of this show. That's true. Yeah. It and, was called uh, Planet Energon before it was called Earth. <laughs> So what's, I'm just saying, <laughs> the true name of the, uh, of the planet is Planet Energon in my head. It's yeah. my head canon. That's its, that, that's its true Christian name right there. That's <laughs> true Christian name. <laughs> or I guess the opposite would be true, really. That, uh. It, it, Earth is just uh, uh, Planet Energon's, like, colonialist name. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. And um, all the humans, uh, humans merely adopted Planet Energon. Yeah, uh, I was born in it. The 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 Predacons and Maximals were born in it, molded by it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I couldn't remember the exact quote, that, that, folks. That's a quote from Bane in the Dark Knight Rises. Um, I could. They the they didn't quote. see the humans until. Uh, they were a man. <laughs> I don't doesn't doesn't fit perfectly, folks. But uh, I guess that's it for uh, yep for this episode. That was episode one twelve of Too Much Energy. On uh, if you want to support the show, go to Patreon.com/slash/Lasercomb. L A Z O R C O M B. We're at the single five dollar Gary tier. You get hours upon hours of archival content, including like old preambles, commentary tracks, our old uh, news and current events show, uh, Lasercomb Tonight, and you get an exclusive weekly podcast, the Super Lasercomb Patreon Super Show. So if you want to get in on that, go to Patreon.com/slash/Lasercomb. Uh, Follow me on Twitter at Lasercomb, L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B, once again. And uh, you can follow the show proper at Too Much Energon. Cal, you are at? 
I am at NeoCal, N-E-O underscore K-A-L. Uh, we'll be back next week with a, uh, a remastering of sorts. So starting next week, we're going to be jump diving right into the 2021 IDW Beast Wars comic, of which we have already talked about before. Uh, so I believe it was episode 40, 48, maybe, of Too Much Energy on oh, 47 wow, or 48. long ago. Somewhere around there. We reviewed the first five issues of the 2021 uh, uh, IDW Beast Wars comic. So I'm going to be re-releasing that as episode 113 of Too Much Energy on. I'll, I'll film some, like a new intro and a new uh, outro to it and whatnot. But uh, otherwise, it's just going to be the that episode repackaged. Uh, and, uh, then after that, it, for the next seven episodes, it's going to be, uh, old episodes of our, uh, defunct podcast, Too Much Galavar, where we talked about that same comic book series, one issue at a time. So that's going to be the next eight weeks of, uh, Too Much Energon, and then we'll be back to, uh, to continue talking about the 2021 IDW Beast Wars comic until its completion. So yeah, uh, you you're going to find out who Galavar is you're, and why he lives in a dumpster. Uh, so you're going to be you're going to be listening to us from the past for the next couple months. And uh, uh, we hope you stick around for it. And until then, I've been the Siege, one of your hosts. And I'm NeoCal, your other host, straight from the Matrix. And uh, thanks for listening. And uh, once again, um, rest in peace, Briggs. Yeah, and to all our uh, follow fallen uh, maximal friends. Yeah, to to everyone out there who has, and everyone has, who has lost a pet that was near and dear to them, uh, till all are one. Till all are one. You got the touch. You got the power.
You got the power. 